This insert is brought to you by Radio K Pulpit, 7 to 9 a.m. Please visit kpulpit.co.za. And uh, for those of you who just said, I knew there was something about today that I was supposed to remember. Yeah, it is Ascension Day. It's also one day closer to the cutoff on the 22nd of May for you to be able to sign and be involved in commenting on uh, what's happening online in terms of the hate speech bill. And we've had this conversation in the past. It's time to have this conversation again because things have been happening and you might have missed it. And we can't afford to miss this one. So let's start this conversation with just the right person. And that's Daniela Alabak. She's a legal advisor and parliamentary liaison for freedom of religion. It's been a while since we've connected. So let me first say good morning, Daniela. Great having you on the show again. Morning, Brad. Such a privilege to be talking to you and your listeners. Yeah, we're running out of time. The 22nd of May is coming closer. Um, What do we need to do to be able to say what we need to say in time? Well, Brad, it's not just the 22nd of May. It's 1 o'clock in the afternoon on the 22nd of May. There you go. So it's even closer than we think. Um, And perhaps the first place to start is because people have been asking me, but, oh, man, we've commented on this hate speech bill before. Why do we need to comment again? Mm. Um, Perhaps the first place to start is to explain why. So the last round of comments that we had, where over 104,000 submissions were sent in, was when this bill was in front of the first House of Parliament. Now, in spite of all those comments, Parliament's first House decided that this bill's a good idea. And instead of just a three-year jail sentence, let's make it eight years. And they said, okay, we are passing this bill and we're handing it over to the second House. And if this second House of Parliament also passes it, it's going to go to the desk of the president to be signed into law. So that is why we are asking people to comment again, because it's now in front of the second House of Parliament. It's the last stop before President Ramaphosa is going to sign it into law. And they have said, we'll also ask for public comments, but only until 1 o'clock on the 22nd of May. So that is why people need to send in their comments again. Um, I'm struggling to get my head around why the enthusiasm to do this. I mean, can, is that something that you could help us to understand why the enthusiasm and the desire to kick up the penalty for all of this and to move this through so quickly? Well, Brad, um, I mean, the Deputy Minister of Justice has said it's, you know, of political importance and stuff like that. Um, Paraphrasing from a meeting I listened to on YouTube when he was presenting to Parliament on this. Um, So there definitely is, you know, this, uh, there definitely is an agenda to get this through before the before the next election. And, I mean, it's come packaged in this very nice, advertising of, okay, this is how we're going to curb racist speech. And, I mean, they've called it the hate speech bill. So who in their right mind is going to say, oh, we're for, you know, hate speech? And, oh, my gosh, like, why would you want to be for hate speech? And why wouldn't you want something that curbs racist speech? But actually, when you take off this, like, very, you know, appealing packaging, you realize that, wow, the hate speech bill that wants to criminalize hate speech doesn't actually even define what hate is. Mm-hmm. And it's saying that you can go to jail for up to eight years for speech that is um, <clears throat> substantially hurt someone's feelings yeah. um, or substantially undermines South Africa's social cohesion, whatever that is. So we're sitting with very loose in the juice 
definitions here. I mean, imagine going to jail for eight years for hurting someone's feelings. Um, and that someone might think is hateful. Again, we don't even know what hate is. On a number of grounds, many of which are very, very controversial. So, for example, an example I've been using to illustrate for people what this bill would mean mm. is, uh, do you remember last year when there was that whole hubbub in the media with the Department of Basic Education and unisex toilets and stuff like that? Yes. Do you remember that? Yes. And people were... Parents were upset and journalists were writing articles and parents were posting on social media about it and people were writing op-eds in the media and all of that. And there was this whole hubbub. Now, are you saying that no one said something that someone could argue hurt someone else's feelings um, on the ground of, you know, their gender or their gender identity? And so people potentially, if this bill was already law last year when this debate was going on nationally, which <clears throat> is a type of debate that should be had in public, right? Mm. It's exactly the type of debate where we should be exercising our free speech and debating with one another, trying to find, okay, what do we want in our public schools and how do we want to address this problem or the situation rather practically? And um, this bill, instead of allowing debate like that to happen about things that affect people's kids, would shut them up. And to go even further, this bill, Brad, doesn't make a difference Mm. between things you say with your kids around your kitchen table at night, around dinner table, and things that you say in public on your Facebook wall or out in, you know, Paint Street in town. It sends you to jail for both. So let's say you have a uh, conversation with your children around what you believe, um, you know, surrounding gender. Let's say you believe God made us male and female and that gender can't be um, separated from your biological sex. Okay, And your kid goes out and says that at school. This bill is not going to differentiate between you saying that in private to your kid around a kitchen table and you saying that in public. That is how, that is how open to abuse this bill is. Mm. Because essentially, I mean, you're sitting here with a law where you're going to criminalize speech that can that is so wide that anything can fall into it, and you're not providing proper protections for the airing of religious beliefs or for even just the exchange of information and ideas that needs to happen in a public realm. Uh, Daniela, is there a way that this could be rethought out, reworked, uh, get necessary people in there to deal with definitions. I mean, there is a way that you could actually make this work well, and you can you can see maybe what is trying to be achieved with this. I mean, with some dialogue and good conversation and the right input, I mean, this could be shaped to something f- way more sensible. I mean, would that make more sense in the long term? Well, Brad, that's exactly what Forest A is trying to do. Um, we're saying, okay, hang on. First of all, Parliament, if you're going to make a law that's going to send people to eight years for speech, and I just want to like throw it in here that I don't think murderers even get eight years at this point, mm-hmm. um, then you need to actually define what hate is. Because otherwise, you're not sending people to jail for hate speech. You're sending people to jail for speech that other people hate. Yeah. And so let's start by working on the definitions. And this is why... Um, 4SA is really trying to get the public to comment on this so that Parliament actually has to work through um, 
a substantial amount of public comments would say, hang on, let's work on these definitions. Let's define what hate is so we actually know what hate speech is. Let's make sure that we don't send people to jail for hurt feelings. Um, <clears throat> let's make sure that you know we really um, have a proper... Uh, religious exemption clause mm. that allows us to air our religious beliefs in public and in private. So 4SA has done all of this work and has compiled template submissions for both individuals and for churches, which they can download in a Word document format, which is, makes it easy for them to just, you know, type over it and edit it as they deem fit and send it off to Parliament so they can go to our website at www.forsa.org.za, download the Word document, open it up, type in their name, edit it like they want, and email it off to Parliament before 1 o'clock on Monday the 22nd, which is this coming Monday. Or they can also go to DRSA where they can leave a comment. as well, Mm. saying we oppose this bill. Um, What I've been saying to people is just make sure that when you say no, that you actually also put in some reasons. And again, here for a template submission has really good reasons for people to consider things like, hang on, let's define what hate is. And here's a suggested definition for hate, which will substantially lower the chances of this bill being abused uh, to silence people for expressing uh, conservative biblical views in public. You mentioned that 104,000 people got involved initially. Um, I was recently on that DSA site, and it seems like the numbers way beyond that, double that uh, so far. Um, what kind of numbers do you imagine Parliament will need to see before they will say, okay, this is enough on public participation, we realize something more is needed? I mean, is there a number that they're looking for? Well, Brad, I'm very happy to hear you say that, because when I checked um, yesterday, I think we were still on 13,000 which was woefully much less than what we needed. Goodness, um, I must have seen something completely I must have seen something completely different because I didn't see that. Well, that gives us even more reason. Come on, people. Maybe maybe you were you know, maybe you were looking maybe you were looking at the submissions that were sent in when it was in front of the first house. Possibly. Um I think people are you know, people are thinking, oh but we've already sent in our comments, so that's why it's so important to realise that hang on, this is a new process it's in front of the second house. The first house is a basically ignored our comments and made the bill even worse in many ways and passed it on. So it's important to send in those comments again because the first house isn't going to listen to what we say to the... The second house isn't going to listen to what we say to the first house. Mm. But, um, yeah, I mean, it's a... Parliament is full of politicians, and they're there because we voted them into place. So when they realize that, hang on, this is actually... And, I mean... Uh, the department has been very clear about this bill is, you know, needed to go through before the next election. So if we can make sure that enough people raise their voice so that Parliament and the political party realize that, oh, shoot, this is an election loser for us. It's not an election winner. Maybe we should reconsider before we just ram this thing through. Mm. That, those are the types of numbers that are needed. We're doing our best from our side here at Radio K Pulpit to make sure that you go through and make your submission. So if you visit our Facebook page, facebook.com forward slash 729K Pulpit, um, you can go to our, uh, our Facebook page. You'll see that uh, it's pinned at the top of our feed. Uh, there's a big graphic there. You can't miss it with some information just like around what uh, Daniela has mentioned. And then the link for you to click on to take you through to Dear SA. 
it shouldn't take you longer than a minute or two just to complete everything. And uh, just as Daniela says, if there's a where there's a space in that you have to give a reason, there is a template from Freedom of Religion essay there that you can open and then you can copy and paste the reason which you feel matches uh, where you're at. Uh, you can just copy and paste it from their little template they've put there for you into your submission and then uh, complete a few of the details and click send. Really, shouldn't take you more than about two minutes. Um, so go and find that on our Facebook page, that link through to Dear SA. So simply go to the Radio K Pulpit Facebook page. Daniela, thank you for your time this morning. So we've got time for. Let's just uh, remind those folks again to go and do something about this. Don't wait for Daniela and um, Michael and others to go and do something. The power is in our hands. Awesome. Thank you, Brad, for the opportunity. Definitely. We're a democracy, so our voices count, and we need to use them. This insert was brought to you by Radio K Pulpit, 7 to 9 a.m. Please visit kpulpit.co.za.